Topic 12. Third Paper of Twentieth-Century Negro Literature. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phyllis Vincelli. Twentieth-Century Negro Literature. Topic 12. Third Paper by Dr. John R. Francis. What are the causes of the great mortality among the Negroes in the cities of the South, and how is that mortality to be lessened? Dr. John R. Francis, physician and surgeon, was born in Georgetown, D.C., in 1856. He attended the private and public schools of Washington, D.C., until his sixteenth year. His academic education was received at Wesleyan Academy, Wilbraham, Massachusetts. He began the study of medicine under the tutorage of Dr. C. C. Cox, at that time Dean of the Board of Health and one of the foremost men in the profession of medicine in the District of Columbia. His professional course was taken at the University of Michigan, from which he graduated with high honor in the class of 1878. Settling in the home of his boyhood, where he was well and favorably known, and where his parents before him were honored and respected, it is no wonder that he succeeded and stands as the leading colored physician of Washington, D.C., Dr. Francis was appointed in 1894 by the Secretary of the Interior to the position of First Assistant Surgeon of the Freedmen's Hospital with a salary of $1,800. He instituted several needed reforms in the treatment of patients. He installed the present training school for nurses, and indeed, was so active in his reformation of affairs in the institution that those who know the facts admit that Dr. Francis, more than any other man, is responsible for the opening of the new era of the Freedman's Hospital, which led to its present flourishing condition. He is now, and has been for several years past, the obstetrician to the hospital. He is the sole owner and manager of a private sanitarium on Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C. This institution has proven to be a panacea to the best element of colored citizens. It is a noteworthy fact that Dr. and Mrs. Francis have both served as members of the Board of Education of the District of Columbia. In the study of the causes and remedy for the great mortality among the colored people of southern cities, I shall not waste time and words in an attempt to prove, by much statistical evidence, that which is already too well known to us as an admitted fact, viz. a mortality of colored people in cities of the South, very largely in excess of that of the white people of the same communities. 
i am fully justified in the face of our present enlightenment in entering at once into the discussion as to its causes if it be true that the animal organism is intended by nature to pass through a cycle and that natural death is not a disease but a completion of the process of life it follows that the organism with exceptions as to any particular class of people born in health is constructed to pass through this cycle and is not of itself that is to say by its own organism capable of giving origin to any of the phenomena to which we apply the term disease we must therefore seek for origins of the phenomena in causes lying outside the body and affecting it in such manner as to either render the natural actions and processes irregular or to excite actions and processes that are altogether new writing out in correct lists all the groups of phenomena that make up the term disease we will find that they invariably come from without from my point of view all the groups of diseases are in truth accidents exposure to some influence or influences that pervert function or create new motion i must first refer to the cause to which at various times has been ascribed the responsibility for this excessive mortality viz that innate vital weakness exists in the colored population of this country as a result of amalgamation on this theory the black race when mixed with the caucasian is the only one which produces with the latter a progeny of weakened innate vitality i have never seen this statement supported by any trustworthy knowledge or information on the other hand it has always been accompanied by the most absurd arguments which invariably tend to expose the mind of the writer as being prejudiced to the intermingling and the intermarriage between the two races it is among the possibilities that physiological peculiarities account for dispositions to disease belonging to typical classes of the human family no one has as yet been able to determine what those peculiarities are whether they are primitively impressed on a race or are acquired is a question that can be answered only when the exact relationships of diseases to race are discovered my own view is that acquired and transmitted qualities and specific existing social peculiarities are sufficient agencies for the production of all the known variations of vitality belonging to peculiar races i am now thoroughly convinced that the causes of this great mortality of the colored people of the cities of the south are poverty prejudice and ignorance for obvious reasons i will submit them in the following arrangement one poverty a 
contagious diseases, close contact, diphtheria, scarlet fever, smallpox, tuberculosis, syphilis, etc. B. Unsanitary nuisances. 11,705 abated in the District of Columbia for year ending June 30, 1900. Filthy alleys, cellars, bad drainage, garbage, filthy gutters, hog pens, filthy houses, filthy lots, stagnant water, filthy privies, leaky roofs, sewers, filthy yards, filthy streets, wells, etc. C. Unsanitary homes. Only those houses that are refused or abandoned by the white people are offered to the colored people for dwelling. D. Impure food. The large quantity annually condemned in the District of Columbia is an indication of that to which the poor is subjected. E. Impure air. Bad design and construction, small rooms, and unhealthy location. F. Impure water. Unhealthy sources, cheap, shallow, and unhealthy wells, etc. G. Infantile mortality. Unusually large from poverty alone. 2. Prejudice. A. Idleness and crime. Late hours. Broken rest. Depraved association. Tobacco. Alcohol. Syphilis. Other diseases, etc. B. A destitute laboring class. Prejudiced employers. Poor pay. Excess of work. Deficient rest. Worry combined with physical exhaustion. Unsanitary rooms, etc. C. Defective homes. Small rooms. Poor ventilation. Either no water supply or a very bad one. Neglect of sanitary measures by both landlord and agent, all the nuisances enumerated above, etc. 3. Ignorance. A. Diseases from bad hygiene, public, home, and personal. B. Induced diseases from physical strain. C. Diseases from combination of physical and mental strain. D. Disease from the influence of the passions. E. Disease from sloth and idleness. F. Disease from late hours and broken rest. G. Disease from food. H. Disease from water. I. Disease from alcohol. J. Disease from tobacco. K. Disease from errors of dress. L. Children of parents diseased or weakened from various causes. The space allowed for this article will not permit the discussion of all the causes mentioned above. There are, however, a few that are worthy of our special consideration. 
for the purpose of condensation i will attempt the elucidation of the importance of such causes as demand our most serious attention by incorporating them in the following discussion of the most important part of this article how is this great mortality to be lessened in my opinion the remedy for this alarming condition exists in education and money in other words our remedy is the same as that of other races the only difference is that the barriers we must surmount are so very peculiar and so very much greater than that of other peoples we must do our best to at once recognize the fact and begin the work i believe the goal is ours and if we will only struggle manfully and hopefully onward we will soon reach it with education and money as the remedy the colored people must be taught that the first step towards the reduction of disease is to begin at the beginning to provide for the health of the unborn the error commonly entertained that marriageable men and women have nothing to consider except money station or social relationships demands correction the offspring of marriage the most precious of all fortunes deserves surely as much forethought as is bestowed upon the offspring of the lower animals it is well that we teach in the schoolroom and from the pulpit about the condition that exists in the parental line maternal and paternal the necessity for such instruction is somewhat indicated in the effect upon the prenatal state of such conditions as scrofula or struma of various forms of tuberculosis and syphilis of epilepsy of rheumatism and of insanity these are only a few we have to contend even with hereditary proclivity to some forms of the acute communicable diseases such as diphtheria and scarlet fever and also to immunity from the same we must furnish by all available means and through every possible channel of information persistent and systematic instruction in public home and personal hygiene we should utilize especially the power of the pulpit and influence the public school authorities to institute in the colored schools throughout the south special instructions on these subjects the importance of such instruction is evident in the agitation which is now occurring among the educators in the schools of the eastern states if it is needed there then the need of it in the colored schools of the south must be urgent indeed we must give such education as will tend to a better general knowledge especially of the two diseases which i believe more than any should be the most dreaded as being the most prolific of injury to mankind and especially to the colored people on account of their ignorance of the communicability of disease combined with their poverty i refer to the contagious maladies tuberculosis 
and the one called specific or syphilis the moral as well as the physical blot on all civilized life the former is well known nowadays to be one if not the worst contagion to which the human family is subjected in its various forms it is responsible probably for more deaths among the colored people than any one disease with a definite phenomenon as less is known about the latter disease syphilis i must mention it a little more forcibly however unpleasant and brief the utterance the poison of the malady once engrafted into the living body and producing its effect there leaves according to my professional experience and observation organic evils which are never completely removed various forms of disease of the skin some forms of consumption some phases of struma or scrofula many forms of cachectic feebleness and impaired physical build what are denominated delicate states of constitution these and other types of disease are so directly or indirectly connected with the specific taint it becomes impossible to be too careful in tracing it out or in measuring the degree to which it extends in the field of morbid phenomenon in our efforts to improve the vitality of the colored people and to enlighten them upon this class of diseases the widespread encouragement of thrift industry and efforts among the colored people to gain a livelihood or to put it more boldly to get money and keep it thereby obtaining the means with which to supply themselves with the necessaries of life and possibly with some of its comforts will materially wipe out a large percentage of that class of diseases and death that proceed from such causes as worry excess of work physical and mental strain late hours broken rest etc washington d c is considered a very clean city it is therefore significant that the eleven thousand seven hundred and five nuisances referred to in the foregoing are an indication as to the great risk from this source throughout the south it is obvious at once that the colored people who form the bulk of the poor class are the principal victims to that which escapes official inspection notwithstanding the fact that the colored population of the district of columbia is less than one-third of that of the whites in the year eighteen ninety nine to nineteen hundred there died in the homes located in the back alleys of the city four hundred and eleven colored persons and eleven white persons indicating to what extent these unsanitary homes are occupied by the colored people. Space will not permit the further elucidation of the foregoing causes and remedies, which I have done nothing more than to touch upon. However, I cannot close without giving further emphasis to my views by offering in evidence the conditions as to vitality of the Jews. The facts are that this race, from some cause or causes, 
presents an endurance against disease that does not belong to any other portion of the civilized communities amongst which its members dwell we do not have far to go to find many causes for this high vitality the causes are simply summed up in the term soberness of life the jew drinks less than the christian he takes as a rule better food he marries earlier he rears the children he has brought into the world with greater personal care he tends the aged more thoughtfully he takes better care of the poor he takes better care of himself he does not boast of tomorrow but he provides for it and he holds tenaciously to all he gets it may be true that he carries these virtues too far but i do most earnestly plead that if the colored people will only emulate the jew they like the jew will win like him they will become strong and like him in scorning boisterous mirth and passion will become comparatively happy and healthy end of topic 12 third paper